uh, opposite to what I'm doing. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we're also we're just talking about mirroring uh, of our images and how it's different to what we think's happening. That's right. That's neither here nor there. How are you, mate? Good, thank you. Good. Now, just for the audience, we are a man down. Mm, now we are. The the excuse I was given was food poisoning, but on the rumor mill. There is a rumour that Tiggs is currently filming a reboot of Twins, and I'll let you work out what role he's taking. <laughs> uh, I hope he's watching that. Yeah, We'll see him pop up in the bottom corner any second now trying to get in. So. Yeah, I'm going to uh, bait him. I'll so. I'm going to bait him. Yeah, why not? Why not? But no, food poisoning is the, uh, the line that we've got. He had some bad Chinese. Uh, and that can turn out nasty. So maybe maybe he's just trying to replace his $9,000 computer. That, that could be more to the point. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, greetings to everyone in the chat. Just yeah, a few piling in. Paul, Jack, uh, <laughs> Michael, thank, is this, uh, thank goodness that Tiggs isn't there. Well, yeah. we're automatically 33% better looking without him, you see. So, yeah. Yeah, there's no no blue lips or blue light happening uh, happening tonight. But you know, Blair Witch. <laughs> don't tell me the the 8K computer needs warming up. Yeah, it, it does. Hundred percent, it does. But um, how was how was your weekend? Um, yeah, weekend actually had a really 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 good weekend. It was lovely, thank you. And um, obviously we'll talk about probably the only sore point of the weekend. But um, mm. nah, look, no complaints from me, mate. We're just like everybody else. Um, we're just doing the best we can in a very trying, tough situation. And just remember, people, if you're struggling out there, there is help. There are places you can go for assistance. So use them, ring a friend, talk, whatever you need to do to get through this trying time. So, uh, yeah, thoughts with everyone. Absolutely. And you? Uh, well, I know you've just said what you've said, and it's absolutely spot on. Uh, but our small home business is kind of in the minority where – when lockdowns happen, it goes through the roof. The three times it's happened, um, yeah. So we were flat out delivering graze boxes pretty much all weekend. So it's but for the the broader spectrum, it does it, it does hurt and suck for for everyone else. But yeah, we, we've been very fortunate on that front. But uh, I, I take it that's all within a five k radius, of course. Well, we're, I got we got through <laughs> allowed to because it's uh, it's food, so it's all okay. But, um, no, it's all it's all going, I was all going well. Oh, yeah, all going well. That's no, all right. But uh, yesterday wasn't wasn't the greatest of viewing, was it? No, um, pretty ordinary. Uh, but having, I don't know if I'm in the minority or I don't know how the split sits. But I, to me, it was an expected result, so I wasn't I wasn't shocked with what occurred. If that makes sense. Like obviously, you hope you think, oh, I think it's fifty fifty. Sort of thing. If we apply our game, but. We were out outgunned. I think um, Punt Road, uh, Punt Road End, pre on um, Big Footy. She, she posted a tale of the tape, and when you when you went through actually the you know the games from zero to fifty played, you know fifty to hundred, what have you, and and the weight and the age and the experience of the teams, we were we were always up against it. And um, for me, there was disappointing aspects of it, but. Again, I was sort of watching it for different things as well. So I was watching, to, yeah, again, watching a Rioli experiment. I thought um, the Parker move into the midfield was really, really good. Um, 
he's he's earning his keep at the moment. And uh, obviously on the board, she got a bit wild <laughs> during the game, game day yeah. thread. The uh, Parker into the into the middle move, especially from the get-go, was interesting. Um, I mean, he's obviously not ever going to replace Dusty like for like, but it just felt like we were going for that more grunt sort of bull type role as opposed to the the silk on the outside. And I thought he did okay. I know people have got knocks on his uh, disposal, but from a, an effort perspective, he's tackling, he's hunting. Um, I thought he did well. He probably dropped two marks in our forward line. He should have probably taken that shots on goal. Yeah, uh, whether yeah. that's nerves being the second game, I'm not sure. But I, I didn't. I didn't mind his game. I look uh, personally to me. I think he's um, he's earning his keep. So we'll quickly just go through the score line. I guess if we have to. So unfortunately, there was a game played on Sunday. Um, yeah. We got rolled. 95 to 57. Um, goal scorers, uh, I haven't even bothered bringing up any of the stats, to be honest. I don't know how deep we're going to go into this game, but um, our leading goal scorer was obviously Jack Rewalt, 2-1, kicked one on the uh, very last kick of the game. The good much maligned one. Jake, it was a good kick. The much maligned Jake Arts kicked two straight. Um, Tom Lynch, was an interesting one. Kicked, kicked one two, but could have kicked three straight. Mm, um, yeah. So, and the funny thing was, he was he was getting absolutely caned on the board, and yet I thought his second half output was very very good. Um, actually, started competing, and uh, ironically, George Castagna kicked one one as well. So, the whipping boys got on the board, but um, is it yeah, enough probably... though? I, I know you've said whipping boys enough, just throwing a barb at him, but it's been a, a pending build-up of a month, really. I don't know what the answer is, but it just feels like offensively and with the roles they're playing, they just don't feel dangerous enough. I'm not sure. I don't know whether it can be pinpointed on those two, but... Oh, look, oh, yeah. I, I kind of... look Because of our injury list, I wonder if everything was all... Everyone was available, you know, say our injury list was down to four and not the eight or ten it is at the moment of senior players, would it be different then? But I think currently, if they're fit and with the personnel that Hardwick's got, I don't think he's got a choice. So um, I understand the frustrations around it. But as I said last week, I, I don't know I don't know who else you bring in. Unless, uh, mate, yeah, this week's a very winnable game, you see. Fremantle, it's a winnable game, so I, I, don't, think, I don't think it'll change too much. Truth be known, I think. No, I don't think it will either. But it's just, I don't know. They're just Something's not clicking and not working for him. We'll get to that part soon. But I do want to toast and celebrate Daniel Rioli. I thought he was by far and away our best player on the ground. Um, his run, his dash, dare and carry from the back line was really, really good to see. He just felt, he looked like he felt more comfortable with what he was doing. Was that a fair assessment? It's, you know what? It, it's probably been... If you if you were to talk review of the year, it's probably been the move of the year, hasn't it? Yeah, and it's come at, it's come at the very very end of the year, but an inspired piece of decision making by the coaching staff, and um, it's it's an exciting thought going into next year what we can build around. And keep in mind, I thought even though Stacky with the pressure got to him a little bit, and he fumbled a bit. I thought, yeah, yeah, good coin, good call, Lee. Um, I thought. Um, Stack had another serviceable game. 
wasn't disappointed with Mansell. Um, and ironically, just looking at our disposals, have a guess who is our second leading disposal getter. I've got my phone on me, but I won't check it. Who was it? Jack Ross with 25 touches. Okay. And there was another one that um, there was another guy that was getting, I mean, he did butcher the ball a bit, but um, 25 disposals on the wing, not not bad, which his running was good. But the, again, there's a kid that's only played under 15 games. So, I mean, you can, yeah. you can flame these kids, but they're still learning their craft. I don't, I don't get why people are so hard on um, kids like Jack Ross or an RCD or even Jake Arts, mate. He's played, what, 14, 15 games? He's played yeah, 20 yeah. games, yeah. So these guys, even Marlon Pickett, like he's playing, you know, there's, there's so much inexperience in that team still. So we've got to temper some of the expectations and and, rem- and rem- remind ourselves, and we're going to get a reminder possibly in the next couple of years of, of, of going back a couple of steps to go forward. So you're going to get these games from these guys. So, and the only way they get better is through playing. I mean, Alex Rance wasn't a world beater when he first started. Dave Asprey wasn't. Edwards, you could put a, you could, you could name, you know, twelve Premiership players right now that when they first started they weren't real flash. You know, so I think we just need to temper the expectations a bit on a few of these guys and just um, watch them grow and develop and get behind them. I'm okay with the young kids you know, catching up and getting used to it all. I think my disappointment's been that probably some of the senior players not really stamping their authority and and doing a bit more of the heavy lifting. And, I, and I, they're probably tired and exhausted from having to do that, you know, and go deep into the year the last four years, and that's okay. But the game on yesterday, it was that second quarter that was just really, really frustrating because we just stopped. Like, if that second quarter didn't happen, if we played the second like we did the third, we're not going to be seven or eight goals down. And against, you know, really good size, they're going to put you to the sword really quickly, which the Cats did to their credit. It, I just felt there was no effort or intensity in that second quarter. And it was just really disappointing because it doesn't matter if you're a VFL player, an AFL listed player, you can do that. That's something you can do that's within your control at all times. Is that the point, though? Because of our injury list, we've had a few blokes like Grimes and even Trent Cotchin. Um, there's a few boys been shouldering an awful lot of load for the year, and maybe it's catching up to them. Maybe that's the point as well. Um, the guy, Nick, sorry, disagree with you on Cochin. He had a very, very good game. If you look at his numbers, uh, he was one of our, uh, well, it was actually a third leading possession getter, but uh, his contested work and things, um, he was very, very good. But I just I wonder you if. You were thinking about the clearances as well for us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he tried his nuts off, but you got to remember. You know, Kane Lambert's come back in two, two, three games in after a long stint with injury. Shane Edwards cannot catch a break this year. First yeah. 10 minutes, he gets hurt again. Like, we're just – it's just one of those years where it's everything that can go wrong just seems to be cocking up for us. And Well, a quarter time, the Medico staff were taking a close look at Koch, uh, Edwards and Grimes. Uh, I know they That's all right. played out the game, but, I mean, what we, I suppose, don't know is was there – bigger in, underlying injury issues for the three of them that they had to keep pushing pushing on with. And Dave and Dave Asprey was under a cloud going into the game. But, um, and look, and I don't think it changes the fact that Koch, Koch does look cooked. I think he would be the first to admit it, but that's through no fault of his own. I think, like we sort of spoke about last week, the scheduled rest time he would usually have in a year is now no longer available. So yeah. it, it's... 
yeah, it's not by design that, that he's like that. It's just that, you know, we haven't had the luxury to be able to, to not play him. But. Absolutely, 110% agree. So it's easy to be critical, but like I said, there's some boys that have shouldered an awful lot. And even like Cotchin's played most of the year. He's had to shoulder an awful lot of load. Now he's down, you know, we're down Dusty, Dusty and Prestia out of the guts. Edwards has effectively been missing all year. Um, it's one of those things. It, it's just, but you know, injuries are a part of footy, and oh, like they say, you need an awful lot. The football gods are going to be pretty kind to you for the whole, you know, through the year to to get you through. And yep. this year it's been our turn. We've copped a real, real bad run this year. And as Loz put up, that uh, Dim and nailed the issue tonight on three sixty. Too many ins and outs has derailed it. Um, we've said it a few times that we just haven't been able to get a stable team. Like two blokes come in, then another three go out. So it makes a huge and the and the commentators as you know as much shit as they do talk did hit the nail on the head that our connection just simply isn't there at the moment. Uh, I put out a tweet about our going forward. Our ball ball movement to inside fifty is just horrific. It's but it's a revolving door. Now. Excuse me, I've just got a, I've got a bit of a cold myself. I'm just gonna hang on two seconds. <laughs> off camera. <laughs> But no, it's um, it does it makes it tricky when the players are jumping in and out of the side. Mm. It's the little things that we should be doing better. Like I think it took us until the last five seconds of the game to lower our eyes and hit a target inside fifty. Yeah, and having said that, so much better. Let, let's go the other way too. Um, Geelong's run, carry, and spread absolutely caned us as well. Like their ball use was first rate, and um. They were stretching us. They were stretching us at every opportunity, and like I said, mate, they just had bigger balls going through the middle, and it's no disgrace to the kids. Um, there's not much you can do. And again, we called it. You know, we had in our in our uh, preview last week. We, we went through the numbers. We went through the numbers on the center, and we highlighted the stoppage clearances and all those things as an issue. And it's exactly where we got towed up. Yeah. So it's a huge weakness for us. It is. Do a few people have raised this. Do you think there's an element of have we not adapted our game plan to suit the new rules like other teams? So look at Sydney, who have really come on leaps and bounds, uh, Geelong, all the, the, the higher up teams have you can notice a slight tweak to their plan. It kind of feels like the coaches for us have just gone that we're gonna to stick to what we know. Uh, it's going to work, it's going to work, but it just it hasn't come through for us. And there's probably factors at place of why that hasn't happened, but should there have been other tweaks made? Well, it's a combination of a lot of things, mate. Again, when you can't get your best 22 on the park week in, week out, your game plan is going to suffer, isn't it? So as soon as one of your best 22 falls, you're replacing with number 23 at best on your list, depending on where the position is, right? So we've had no continuity as, as well. Uh, at all on the field, as as has been just pointed out. But also keep in mind, um, apart from the continuity, I've just forgotten the point that I was going to make. Um, oh, it'll come back to me. But, yeah, no, <laughs> continuity. Oh, that's what I take it. Yes. And we're also down. Because of our soft the soft cap issues, we, we got we got fined $100,000 last year. So our coaches, we've got line coaches taking on extra load whereas other, other clubs have got a few more resources around them as well. So Kebabgate um, impacted us off the field as well. So keep that in mind. Yeah, what, what, what would an extra coach What would an extra coach bring to that group right now? That would be huge. It would be huge. 
Yeah. And just the support staff in general. So I think a lot of clubs are hurting from it. We know that we heavily invested in that area, um, you know, the last few years. So it does hurt losing them. But yeah, I just want to see a bit more, bit more effort for longer periods. But I understand the kids are going to fade in and out. So did you like Mantle's game? I did. No, no, like I said, I've got no beef. I've got no beef with any of the kids that played on the weekend. I thought they all contributed. They all tried. Um, we, we just got outgunned, and it happens. That, that's footy. Sometimes. Rata, Tig's mate, Ratatoga, got a hold of us. <laughs> oh, mate, the prick had seven kicks and kicks, what, five goals. He had seven kicks for the game, but just as per usual against Richmond, how often do you see two things with Richmond? How often do you see they kick like busted assholes the week before they play us? They kick like busted assholes the week after they play us. But when they play us, mate, they're slotting them from 70 on the fence in the pie stands. They cannot – as soon as that, that first goal was kicked when grown that, 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 the, wank, the white wank with the dreadies. Oh, uh, Myers, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When he snaps one through, you go, okay. And then Tommy Hawkins and all his slices and all that shit, they're gun barrel straight and you're like, okay, this has got to be one of those days, isn't it? And it was. Stock standard. And then as I've tweeted a couple of times, the amount of goals we concede in the last minute of quarters is astronomical and is bloody frustrating. Correct. But can I say, one of the highlights of the entire game was the three minutes that the commentary wasn't there for. Yeah. Did, did, did you see how much social media got right behind that? It, it, it says a lot, that honestly says a lot, when the country goes down and everybody says, thank Christ. Remember in the old days when pay TV first, um, pay TV TV first come along and you can have no, no commentary. Yeah. Yeah. The the yeah. yeah There's different options. And uh, it was amazing yeah, how many people took the no crowd option. No I just had to laugh and they put up their apology and everyone's like, no, no, don't apologize. Just make it a regular yeah. thing. Let us have the option to just listen to the, just listen to the crowd. It was really, really good. But, um, yeah, enough about that game. Well, still a few more games left. Uh, the, it feels like they're still believing they can make it, but, yeah, I don't know how it's going to pan out. But uh, Bloodbath, I know you've been working really hard on this in the gym. What have you got? Well, hang on. If, now, before we go, questions from the audience. Start thinking about other questions you would like us to try and answer. Start marinating them, putting them up, what have you. Michaels will click and drag and you'll get them. Just lubricating the larynx with my uh, green tea. Right out, bloodbath. I told of this one, thank you. You'd think after the way the season has panned out, I'd be a little angry, a little bit, a little bitter, if you will. But no, tonight I want to say thank you. In fact, here's a list of people and shows I would like to show my appreciation to. Kane Corns, David King. Caroline Wilson, most shows on SEN, Daisy and Heater, Cooney and that other dipshit who's so irrelevant I can't even think of his name, Footy Classified, Mitch Cleary, Fox Footy, On the Couch with the ever-insightful Brownie and the bitter Jared Healy, Damien Barrett, the work-experienced kid who runs a Channel 7 Twitter account, and all the other glorious buffoons I've forgotten to mention. If it wasn't for you, the Bigfooty Tiger cast wouldn't have seen a lift in viewership across all platforms on Twitter, Twitch, Facebook, and YouTube. You've been really good for business. So please, I beg of you, 
Don't stop. Give us more takes on Damien's personal life. More op-eds on why Hardwick should leave the club and coach elsewhere. More, more Richmond is finished. More insanely funny Ninthman jokes. <laughs> you know, that's stuff on Twitter. Because, you know, the Tiger Army sticks fat. And we know what we like and we know what we dislike. And we don't tolerate wankers. To all the viewers who have grown the show and come across, I love each and every one of you. It's a pleasure and privilege to talk to you each Monday night. And if you know others who feel like you do, bring them across. We look after our own here. If you want an unfiltered, non-affiliated conversation with the Tiger Bias, then here's your one-stop shop. You actually don't have to accept or read what they put out there. So you know what? Don't, not just us, get on other Tiger Pods, the official Tiger website. The one thing I've learned is you don't actually need them in your feeds. Once you unfollow wankers like Kane Corns and things like that, you'll see a difference straight away. So thank you to all those I've mentioned. Thank you to the listeners. Peace out, Tiger Brethren. Very good. Very good. No, they've provided a lot of content for us, and most recently as David King saying that Dimmer should maybe consider stepping away so he can keep the fire in his belly going and coach elsewhere and, and not fall into the same trap as Clarko and uh, anyone else who's or Bucks who have stayed around for a while. It's Give us a spell. Like, it's amazing. It's amazing how often I get tagged into articles and shit like that. And effectively, it is shit, right? And I get about two-thirds through it, and I'm like, I'm just dumber for reading it. I, I, I'm literally stupider for reading this garbage. And I just stop. I, honest to God, I, very rarely do I get through a whole article from any of these journalists. And I'm just like, nah. And if someone tagged me, and I'm like, Kane Corn saying we're finished. Oh, yeah, no, thank the, the run's over. It's like, just thank you, Kane. You just keep bringing. I, I get great pleasure whenever I see this shit now. When people tag me in, all I do is promote the show. That's all I do. It's actually, <laughs> thank you, Big Footy Tiger Cast, because thanks. You just, you, you're doing all the hard work for us, David King and all you dickheads. It's wonderful. Free advertising. Go nuts. Tell us Go where nuts. shit. Go them again. <laughs> But look, the knife and stuff's are that it's a North Melbourne gag, that one, surely. But that's all right. Look, we'll be back bigger and bigger, bigger and better next year if we can't get the season back on track this year, which is looking a little bit grim. But um, just got to enjoy the ride, folks. We'll get stuck into some questions. Ninthman jokes, 2004 call. They want their fucking gag back, seriously. Like. Yeah, I know. I know. If that's the best they've got, we're, yeah, they're struggling big time. First question from Loz. What is the pass mark this season? Fall into the eighth and possibly win a final? Nope. As previously I've said, I want us to actually bottom out a bit this year. I am all for us finishing 10, 11, 12, get those draft picks in the bank, and then from there use that to um, bring some talent in and also draft some talent back in the list. I think uh, there's nothing wrong with a reality check on where you're at. And obviously, you got to think, when, when, when we started our run, these guys were, coaching those guys, what, 26, 27? So yeah. we've had five years of unreal footy. Now we're at the other end of it. So we need to get that little stopgap, bring some more talent in. And, um, no, nah, look, I would hate to see us make finals and get belted by a wanker team. Like, imagine having to go to West, go to the West Coast Eagles Stadium. We finish eighth. We have to front up to those guys in their stadium get belted by 50 points. It'd just be horrific. I'd, I'd rather just use the system, get what we need, and then we reload. 
yeah, I'm starting to think that's the way to go, but see how it goes. Uh, from Lee, with Flossen coming back in, do you think Sydney Stack gets a small Ford gig over Arts or George? Well, Vlosten's not back for another couple of weeks. So what they found, if you haven't... still a couple of weeks away. Well, what Burgess said, if you go on the website, um, again, just go to the Richmond website, you'll get all your information. What they found, apart from his um, tear in the MCL, was he actually had a really, really, really bad cork above the knee and it started bleeding again. And that's actually been the issue. Um, he's, only, he's only just started uh, running at half pace now or during the week, just gone. So he's not back for another couple of weeks. So, um, oh, yeah, he, he – do you – I mean, if he's not back for another couple of weeks and there's two games to go after that point, do you bother? I don't know. I don't know. All right. Uh, from the Richmond journey, how good was Mansell's tackling Dangerfield? The question being, can we fit Mansell, Rioli and Stack in our defence when fully healthy? I like the, I like the makeup of that defence, if I'm being honest. If I'm honest with you, I find it kind of sexy. I, I hope they persist with it. But having said that, is it you undersized? Know, well, well, the problem you've got, mate, is, you know, Boulder comes back in next year, hands down, broad, undroppable. Um, and, yeah, I think Hawley retires, but then Vlossen. So there's still three blokes you've got to fit back in that defence. So uh, it, it's a question of balance and um, what happens. But, I mean, Ryan Mansell has proven his worth and, and justified his selection to the club, I think. And it was a wonderful tackle. It was brought me great joy to see Danger um, just take that extra second to line up the goals and get brought down. Yeah, that was a bizarre decision. Anyway, uh, I know we've kind of spoken about it in the past, but I'm kind of keen to see if your views have changed at all on this. Who do you think the retirements might be come end of year? Do you think that the way we finish the year as a team may dictate a little bit who those players end up being? I think Hooley, uh, well, with the emergence of Rioli in half back line, I think that's kind of the death knell for Basher Hooley. But I hope <clears throat> Basher stays within the club and goes into a, a leadership coaching role. He's too good. A, he's too good a bloke to to lose Basher. So I hope we retain him, like Ivan Marich. I hope we retain him in some capacity uh, there. I have heard Dave Asprey might be retiring, um, so that's a bit of a wait and see, and that worries me because of our lack of um, key defender stocks. Um, and the, the year goes, I reckon Cotchin's going to go another year. That my, my gut tells me Koch and Jack will go another year and Edwards has got another two in him. So I reckon we're only going to lose one or two out of, out of the, this year's list in retirements. That's what I think. Yeah, that's hard because the key for them playing is having a healthier list where they can get the rest they need because – they are. They're older bodies, so they can't get you know doing what they've had to do and carry what they've had to carry. But I think I think the coach one. I think it's important that he goes in another year, and I would like to see next year be a completely transparent year with a hand, like passing the baton on of captaincy to whoever it might be, and him helping and assisting them into that role. Do you, do you think of this with Trent Cochin? Is he the ideal super sub? If they keep this injury sub in, is that Trent's role for the future? I'm not sure we'd gain enough from a speed perspective. I kind of think yeah. that the sub, I know from a clearance point of view and a desperation and all that kind of stuff, he would be good to inject into a game. But, yeah, I don't know. It's an interesting one. If you, if you had him as a sub and he only had to play half a game of footy, when he heats out of it a bit, I don't know. 
Yeah. Well, strange things have happened. Makes you think. Yeah. Well, what about the man who was sub, Caddy? Any danger we can get him into the team? Mate, it's a strange one, isn't it? It's a, it's a real... But ha having said that, there's no VFL played on the weekend. That's the killer, I think, these last few weeks. is yeah. been, There's no way for anyone there to, to prove their form by on a training track. Correct. And I had I actually had um we won't bother with the liked, learnt and disliked, but um yeah, yeah, I Caddy's oh, yeah, it's a strange one. It's a strange one. It is, yeah. I'd love to see him get a game soon. Uh from Lee Williamson, could we put Bolter onto the wing slash forward position? Not if Dave goes, mate. He's our he's gonna be our key defender for the next ten years. So no no, no. he plays his best. I'm a square peg for square hole kind of guy. So uh, if he's playing his best footy in the back line, that's where you leave him. That's where he's going to do the most uh, – he's going to be the most productive for us. That's what I think. Uh, this, this is an interesting one because I'm sure all of us were thinking it when we when we heard Rancy was playing on the weekend with a fully fit back line next season. Would you take Rancy if he said, hey, I'm keen to come back? It, it made me sick. But I loved Alex Rance so much that I actually watched the Essendon Reserves. I watched the whole game right before our game. I was spewing and I didn't have Kaya to watch. It would have been good. He, it was a hard one to judge because Essendon Reserves are really, really shit. But you could see the the immediate impact. You could actually hear him yelling out on the ground. You could actually hear him yelling instructions. Right. Um, and you look at him going, fuck, oh, just imagine if we had him. And, and I'm watching going, like if we've got six picks in the first, in we've got say eight picks in the draft, um, just imagine if we got him with pick 74 or 85 or something and just brought him back in, you know, yeah. you're nominated for the draft. But I think by all accounts, he's just happy to, he was happy to fill in as a one-off and his dancing days are done. But my, my God, like, I was like, God damn, Alex, you should be in a Richmond jumper. I, I, I did think it. Yeah. I was not to see him running around again and, I suppose it does make you sort of appreciate the fact that we're able to win two without him, which, you know, when he went down, we were well and truly written off at that stage, weren't we? So, yeah. Well, mate, just look at him physically, right? Like, we all know um, Tiggs has got a big head, right? Like, he's got a melon-sized pumpkin head, right? <laughs> Alex Rance's guns are bigger than that head. Like, he was ripped. He looked in amazing condition. He looked seriously yeah. good. He... <laughs> He's a freak. And, and it was it was nice to see you know, him addressing all the younger kids, and they were hanging off his every word, and why wouldn't you? Um, one of the greatest. And I, I was a little bit disappointed to see Richmond people sort of shit-canning him playing there. And I know it was a bit hard to swallow seeing him in a different colour jumper, but he will always be a Tiger legend for what he's done for our club. So just make sure we always remember that when these guys retire and might pull on a different coloured jumper. It's not a slight at the club. It's just them, you know, enjoying their, their own life. So that's uh, that's all it is. You don't shit on monuments, mate. And he no. was a massive. He was massive for our club. It cannot be understated how, how big he was for our club. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, we'll get through a couple more questions. Could we play Parker as a permanent mid? You know what? I'm actually keen. Oh, oh, there's one move I, was, I would love to have seen. Parker and Marlon maybe rotate through the middle as a change and or something, but I'm actually okay. He's he's a bit like 
He's like another version of Taki. He's a big, big bull who just cracks in. So, you know what? Let's we've got what four games to go for the rest of the season. Do what we got to lose? There. Leave him there. Let mate. The one thing we've seen, well, two things. His his application is as good as anyone in that team right now. He cracks in, and the prick can run. He can run all day. So, nah, oh. oh more than happy to see him play play midfield as the big uh, Shane Tuck bull top role. Go for it. Yeah, I like him. He adds a little bit of a point of difference in there for us. He's he's pretty good. Uh, the last one I want to ask you is: What have you made of Bolton's last few games? I've just felt like he's been a little bit off the boil. I'm not sure if he's carrying a niggle or if yeah. he's, he's playing the, cool. the, the easiest link to make is that he doesn't want to play anymore and he wants to, you know, change <sighs> clubs or whatever. But even though we've kind of said that we're pretty confident he's staying, do you, is there a niggle? Do you think he's carrying? Yeah, he's got a calf. I don't so, like. Yeah. I just honestly, I get so frustrated with these. And you are your fickle, fair weather wankers, the guys who just turn on our players on the drop of a hat. You know who you are, your little keyboard warriors, right? The kid's an absolute superstar. The moment he has a down game, oh, do you think he's going back to Western Australia? Oh, do you think? No, maybe he's just playing busted and we've got no one else to chuck into frigging midfield and he's taken one for the team. Could it be that simple? I don't know. So just don't be don't be cockheads on keyboards. I can't stand you. Really, I can't. But would if he's a bit busted up, though, why wouldn't we chuck in an RCD instead? We're still trying to win games. Yeah, well. <laughs> so it it's be- like, hey, would you take, would you take a 70 fit? 70% fit Dustin Martin over a 100% RCD. Yeah, I know. I know. I suppose yeah. it just, yeah. I suppose if the mindset of the club is still winning games, but I, I think RCD can be a part of that, though. I think you showed enough earlier on that he's yeah. got a future in our midfield. Yeah, but, uh, I mean, you need outside flash and run and gun, don't you, as well? They yeah. can't all be inside mid-extractors and, you know, you need that, you need that flair. I reckon RCD can do can do both though. I think he's he's honestly I think he's unlucky to not be playing at the moment given our injury list. Yeah. Oh mate, uh, after last week against performance, he might get he might, he might get another game. Yeah. Uh, this is a good call from Blake. If uh, if Narkel's coming to the Tigers, then Bolton and Rioli will stay 100. percent They're uh, they're pretty tight, and it was actually not that we want to talk up the opposition too much, but it was actually a pretty good display from Narkel given the limited game time he had when he come on the ground. So oh. if if he's coming across like we think it's done, uh, and that's a sign of things to come, that's that would be a welcome addition, I imagine. Well, I think Bolton and Real are staying full stop. All all the talk is that Bolton, in particular, he's not going anywhere. So, um, nah, I mean, yeah, I hope, I hope we get Narkel. I've been a fan of his for a couple of years, so yeah, be more than happy to see Quinton Narkel don a Tiger top. And last one before we look at the free A game, when do we play junior? There's a, a lot more noise coming out about getting Maurice Riley Jr. into the team. Again, the hard part being there's no VFL games at the moment to to get a good look at him, but is it when it's mathematically I, not possible? Oh, look, George and Arts, they're still in the team, mate, so I don't know when. I don't know when. Personally, I would love to see him get a game or two before the season's out, um, just to see what he's got. And I think against a team like Fremantle would be an ideal time to do it against a bottom team. Um, but 
for now, mate, she's all George. She's all arts. And um, I don't see it changing anytime soon. And if anyone out there listening knows or has heard of any training updates of scratch matches on, on how it's going, I'd love to hear it because because of no VFL, we, we don't really get that form guide to, to hear how he's tracking. So I know he's going to be raw and there's going to be a lot to learn, but it's yeah, it'd be interesting to see him getting a, getting a game at some but stage. I think, but I think that's a drama because there is no VFL. He's got no form. How can you select him? Yeah, and I think that's I think that's ultimately what's undoing Caddy a little bit as well. Although you would like to think Caddy's got a few more runs on the board to get himself back in, just being a bit more experienced as well. I, I just can't believe that Josh Caddy was a guy. That, that, that they must they must just think he's going to make us too slow. Two years ago, it was 2018, he kicked nearly 50 goals as a third yeah. forward. But apparently we're not interested in goals. We're interested in defensive efforts, tackling and up and down running. It's like that insane Monty Python skit of marching up and down the square. You know, like we, we value – it's okay to value running and defensive efforts, but to win a game, you've got to kick it through the big wooden things. Yeah. And um, and that's been a huge issue for stuff. us. A huge yeah. issue. And, like, and I, I tweeted it, I think, at court time yesterday that I can't see us kicking many more than four goals with the way we're playing. And sure enough, we kicked five. We and just it, just haven't got those options up there anymore. And Caddy is a great third tall option. And just on it's funny, just on the Jack and Lynch stuff as well. All these um superstar X full forwards that have commentary on the big footy tiger board that are critical of Lynch and that. I defy anyone when our guys, even Child, we could see it. They were blocking our bloke something fierce. There was no calls. And quite often Lynch had two blokes blocking him. Jack had three or four blokes blocked. They had no chance of getting the ball. Nothing at all. They were getting scragged and smashed the whole frigging game. So, yeah. and when delivery's not good into your forward line to begin with, and then you've got, you know, what's happening. happening. Did you notice Lynch got off the chain? Once he got mobile and got up the ground and started clunking him, they couldn't stop him because all the numbers were just running back, clogging our forward 50. Yeah. Couldn't score. So, um, in a way... I don't blame Lynch and Jack for the games they had because, Cross, you need to be Superman to um, try and get through the tactics that were being applied to our forwards. Yeah, not only that, but I don't think we're not helping our own cause with the way we're moving the ball. It's it's not giving him much of a chance. Yeah, yeah. Great. All right, big game against Freo coming up. I think we're both in the same points. Where there's, there's, what, four teams scrapping it out for that last spot in the eight which we're part of. Um, they got thumped by the Swans by 40 points on the weekend. You know, I think it was Monday's 350th, so I know he played it last week, but I think it's worth acknowledging him playing 350 games is a huge effort, and it probably didn't get the recognition it deserved in Melbourne, if I'm being honest. If David Mundy played for an Essendon, a Collingwood, or a Carlton or something like that, he would be revered. He is an yeah. absolute superstar, Mundy. Um, and... I know people talk about Nat Fife, but I actually reckon for longevity and career, probably Mundy's had the better career. He's sucked Mundy's up a couple of times after walk. the sirens. Yeah, oh, oh, exactly yeah. right. Yeah, but, uh, and they copped a few injuries as well that um, the viewers are pointing out as well. Fife obviously did his shoulder again, so hopefully he's back on the park soon. And I think it's a uh, repeated injury, so it's not looking good for him. And Walter's out as well. So that's that's yeah. two very big outs for them. Uh, and dare I say it, they're, some of their barometers in their side, but they're going to be keen to bounce back, aren't they? 
they will, but they're, mate, they're, they're a very inconsistent team. Their good's very good, but their bad's really, really bad. And um, I'm not sold on Longview as a coach. Quite, oh, There's something missing with that black. I don't know. But I just think um, Fife and Wilders out is monstrous. And if I'm honest with you, with no VFL being played, if we haven't had any injuries from the weekend, I'm actually going with an unchanged lineup because I don't like I said I don't think Presti is right. Presti is still two weeks away. Loston's still a way away, and then Broad and Hooley and the rest of those guys are miles off it. So I think you'll find. Don't be surprised if Caddy's possibly the only bloke, and RCD might be the only two considerations to come into that team. I'd suggest. Um, but I just. I don't know, Frio, they're, they're light on. They're light on. I mean, we're playing for the. Are we playing for the Cherry Cup? Is that what we're calling it? <laughs> another another good audition for him. He was all right last week, actually, against uh, against Sydney. Yeah, but it's, he's all right. Yeah, no, it's it's going to be a really interesting game because if, as a club, we're still trying to play finals, there's a shitload on the line for this one, and over in Perth, it's going to be real tough. Assuming well that's played there. But we play well on it. We play well. We again dimensions the same as the MCG, so that shouldn't really be off putting to us. But having said that, haven't they got a big storm front going through in Perth this week? I'm not too sure. Yeah, don't know. But we, you're right. The, with the dimension wise, it's similar. But it, I also reckon we're playing anywhere but the G better at the moment. As well, crazy as that sounds. I'm amazed. Where, where's Kane Corns? Is when we're losing. Where's the commentary on the MCG all of a sudden? Yeah, I'm kind yeah of, exactly. I'm kind of um, surprised by the the lack of commentary on it all of a sudden. But no, I just find um, now I'm just going to do some comparisons here. I'm just quickly bringing it up. Just quickly, comment come through from Nick. Broad is ready to go, which has apparently come from the horse's mouth. And no, then also that Broad is travelling to WA. So that's interesting. Ooh. If you go on the Tiger website, he's two weeks away. Uh, okay. They're just saying two weeks away. So Octavio is saying Prestia in. Oh, but maybe I reckon, I reckon they've flown over because they've been told there's a solid chance we're playing more than one game there, is my opinion. Well, they're not yeah, necessarily for this game. Very, very astute point. Um, the draw and obviously the issues of COVID and things like that in multiple states, um, that may be a very, very smart, uh, probably the smartest thing you said on night, Michaels. That could be right on the money. Oh, very good. Yeah. <laughs> um, if you're looking at, I mean, put it this way, for the season averages, the top, Richmond averages 12 goals a game, Frio average 10 goals a game. Um, overall scoring shots are actually pretty much dead even. Um, tackles, we average 57. They're on 45. Hitouts, um, they lead us there. Contested possessions, we're ahead of them. Um, uncontested possessions, we're ahead of them. Effective disposals, we're ahead of them. Def disposal efficiency is pretty much line ball. Um, we actually average more clangers than them. Again, 62 to 53. Uh, most of the stats, clearances, 33, sorry, 34 to 31 in favour of Frio. Centre clearances, 12 to 11 us. Stoppage clearances, 
22 to 19 to them. So a lot of the numbers are very, um, very similar. Um, so I just think, but, but I think with the outs they've got, um, that's really going to impact them more so than us. So, and I, and I, and I know Preston played half a game on the weekend, but it was half a scratch match. There's a big difference. And keep in mind that the Western Australian ground is a very hard ground and the amount of hamstrings has been pinged over in Perth. Uh, I don't oh, reckon... That's a lot, isn't it? Yep. Yeah, I don't reckon I'll risk him this week. I, I, I think he's he's only just started going back. He started back uh, full pace running during last week. So... Apparently the weather's terrible over there at the moment. There we go. That's... Yeah, correct. There's, there's a storm front going through at the moment. Yeah, there's, 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 there's a um, storm system. So... And uh, I'm not too sure if Darcy will get up for this week. I know he actually played a really good game against Tom Hickey, but yeah, I'm not too sure if he's injured. But again, like all games, this is going to come down to our ability to hopefully neutralise the clearances or at least try and win a couple ourselves. Because, I mean, the players they've got out with Fife and um, Walter certainly helps us in that aspect of not getting smashed yeah. in the middle. But we've got to at least break even here. Well, Big Hannon, Big Hannon played a right for them. He, he... He's going to be he's going to be able to kill his heel because he's a really big pricker can glove it, and he's the one that's going to cause some problems uh, forward of the ball. But you would think you would think we would outgun them. Surely you think we'd outgun them defensively, like our forward should should get hold of their defense if we get the ball moved. You, I, I agree. Cross. I'm just reading their back line now, and I, I don't mean any disrespect by this at all. But I don't know a lot of these players: uh, Young, Logan, O, Tucker. Wilson, who's, you know, a bit flair, that's about it. Pierce and Ryan. I mean, I don't see them as household names, and you would like to think that our guys could get on top in that area. But I think that comes down to if we can get semi on top in the midfield to give ourselves half a chance. If we just keep bombing it in long to outnumbered situations like we did last week, I don't think it matters who we play against. They're going to chop it up and cut it all off. But... If we can move it quick enough and hit our targets, I think we could seriously trouble them down there. Well, keep in mind, we've just come off a very high-pressure team um, in Geelong. So, no, nah, like I'm not really concerned by this weekend's game, if I'm honest with you. I, I think I think that um, – I can just probably with Stack, when he lined up that guy and uh, you get him in the second quarter, I thought we had another Viney situation. When he cleaned up one of the cats guys and the bastard got back out and I thought, oh, here we go, it's another bang. But um Oh Viney. <laughs> yeah, I thought we had another name. But Stacky, geez, his attack at the, his attack at the body is unreal, Stack. Absolutely fearless. Love him. Yeah. But no, no, I just think we should be more poised, better skilled, and yeah, Brayshaw is a good kid. Um we should have them covered across the ground, if I'm honest with you regardless of where it's played. And, I mean, really, all these games now, uh, dare I say it, we have to treat them like a grand final. Like if we want to play finals, we, one, have to win. And, number two, we've got to play ourselves back into some actual form because without doing either of those two things, um, it's lights out. I just... <sighs> I hate to be a negative Nancy about the season, but I just... I, we just haven't played well enough all year. We just haven't. So... No. I don't – we'll get this win and we're, we're every chance to win the next three games, you know, and GWS will be a 50-50, but um, I actually work for Bunnings. 
<laughs> I should work for the trade division if you're wondering. Um, so, yeah, yeah, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. All right. So, what's the tip for this game, including margin? And everyone else, send your tips and margins through as well. We'll pop a few up on the screen. Okay. All right. You want you want some tips, there? You? you want some tips? Yeah, I'll okay. give you some sexy. Tom Lynch to kick four. Oof. George to kick two. Arts to kick two. Tigers by twenty-four. Tigers by twenty-four over there. We'll take that. We'll take that. Yeah. Uh, uh, good call, Chester. Tigers by a hundred. Um, Fancy. Our, <laughs> our depth yeah. is definitely being tested, but so is theirs. Now, like you said before, with the outs they've got, and hopefully. Uh, our coverage is a little bit better than theirs, so I reckon we'll get up by about 18 points. But I don't think it's going to be easy by any stretch of the imagination just because Frio are going to sense this as an opportunity to get a win and stake their own claims to to make the eight. And that's the thing. it's Teams now playing against us sense they're a chance. So, yeah. But I, I, still think, I still think we should be good enough to get the win. Yeah. Oh, like I said, you know what? I'm not even. Yes, I want us to win, but I'm really looking for other things now. I'm looking at Mansell. I'm looking at Stack. I'm looking at Parker now. I'm just looking at the kid. I'm looking at what's going to take us forward next year and seeing how they go. If that makes sense. There's other things I'm looking for in the game now, as opposed to just pure win loss. Because, um, like I said, whether we make make it or not, I, I, I'm not really fast in finals this year. If, I'd rather see us reload for the next two, three years moving forward. And Danny, spot on, mate. Just want to see you swing it out the centre. Any improvement would be greater than what we've seen the last few weeks. But look, nothing's going to be easy this year, but uh, no doubt the boils will be over there fired up. And, you know, if there's one thing we do know, the Tigers do travel reasonably well for some reason. We seem to get our shit together when we head across the across the country. But, Fingers crossed we can get the win and, and keep what hope we have left alive. Although I, I do take your point, CB, about reloading for next year as well. But this game is literally the last roll, roll of the dice for the club, if that is their intentions. Um, I'll say, are crowds allowed in Perth at the moment? Or has McGowan got locked down as well? Um, good question. We've got a couple of Perth viewers in here. Let us know what the current status is over there, if crowds are, are in or not. But... It'd be nice if we yeah, if we could if we get some crowd in. Yeah, uh, mate, if, you get, if you're a Richmond supporter, mate, you get a ticket. Go for God's sakes! You're doing better yeah, than us. Yeah, if you told me, yeah, yes, crowd, then 100. Zero fear. You need to get yourself a ticket and take ten of your mates. Go. Yep, just get a huge crowd there. If, the, if crowds are allowed, make sure we get nice and loud. The uh, the noise of affirmation, as they call it. Let's try and get someone on our side, but. Big game coming up. I, I agree with the unchanged lineup, unless there's four sponge due to injury, and uh, hopefully we can jag a win and get back on the winners list and see where where we all sit after that one. And the Western Australian supporter group are a wonderful group of people too. I know a few of them, and they're they're really really good people. And um, yeah, hopefully you get in there and raise some hell. Be fantastic. Ah, uh, come on, Jack. This is the last. This is the last roll. We're not going to be that fortunate. I don't think. I know other teams play each other around us, but. If we can't win against Frio, we don't really deserve to be anywhere near it, unfortunately. Cogger, Cogger, I want you to I want you to message me the maths of your workings, please, mate. I want to see I want to see some science. Send it to <laughs> me. 
All right. Well, stay safe, everyone. Uh, thank you for tuning in. Make sure you follow us on all our channels on what are we on? We're on YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, Facebook, um, all the works. So get get behind us, comment and share and all that kind of stuff. And we love engaging with you all during the games. It's it's always a good bit of fun. Absolutely. And for, as for our YouTube subscriptions, we need four more. Four more to get to 400, please. Come all on. right, four more. Four more. Come on, you guys. You can do it. Uh, do it. We'll, get that do it by, we'll get that by in tonight, 100%. Four more people will jump on board on, on YouTube. So we'll have a 400 safe, everyone, party next week. A 400 party? <laughs> yeah, we can do that. Hopefully, Tiggs will be back on board next week after his uh, food poisoning bout. He, he didn't want to be having to run off to the toilet every 10 minutes, he said. But, I mean, he, he could have just taken the phone in there, if I'm being honest. But, no, we'll, uh, we'll have... didn't. <laughs> I'm surprised too. I thought he might have offered that that up as a solution, but no. We'll have the the full crew back on board next week. <laughs> show was 100 percent better without Tiggs. <laughs> uh, are we going live for this game? Not at this stage, but someone ha- did ask earlier on if we were going to do another one at some stage during for the rest of the year. I think we should try and find a game that we can do because it is a good bit of fun. Um, we'll work something out between the three of us, and we'll come back to you on that. Well, uh, we do do like to have a bit of a, a live show for the uh, record so. i'm usually the guy that stuffs up the live shit i was available for the last one i just want to put that out there i was actually available for the last one and uh i won't say who threw us under the bus and you know cost <laughs> us that live broadcast they may be on this broadcast maybe yeah i'm just saying just saying um, i'm blaming the two children sleeping in the rooms behind me <laughs> oh Please lock them in a cupboard and just chuck them some Nutri-Grain and a bowl of water. They'll survive. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> uh, and Trade Show, haven't sussed it out when we're doing the next one, but I dare say the plan initially was to do it the week after the, the final, a uh, week after the season finishes in that bye week. But um, I will keep everyone updated on that. Uh, and I sh- I'll address this one quickly. The honest answer is I, I don't actually know. So... Um, he's gone a little bit off the grid again, hasn't returned sort of messages and, and things like that. So all we can do is wish him well and hope he's doing well and is safe and all that kind of stuff. But we haven't really heard much back from JC, but hopefully he's doing well and, and as is the family. But yes. So unfortunately, you probably stuck with the three of us when Tix is on going forward. But we do our best for you. We do our best. We love you all. We love you all tuning in. So appreciate everyone's time and for watching us tonight. And hopefully we'll speak to you on Monday with a win under our belt. Piece of piss. We got it. Piece of piss. Very good. <laughs> yeah. Till next time, go Tigers. Go Tigers. Love you all. Bye.